Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. It's been revealed, by the way, that almost 80 TDs and senators are landlords or landowners, with some politicians holding substantial property portfolios. The latest register of members' interests shows. Now, remember, of course, they if they do own properties or they have an interest in a property, they're meant to declare it. Just like, and to give you an example, as a talk show host, if I'm a member of a political party, I must declare it to the Broadcasting Authority. Or if I had an interest, say if I'm a member of the Fianna Fáil party, or the Fianna Gael party, or the Sinn Féin party, which I would never be, a member of any of them, to be honest with you. But anyway... I am meant to declare that to the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. If I have any political, if I remember the LGBT community, I probably should have to declare it because that, of course, nowadays has become a political movement to some degree. So you're meant to declare your interests. Some 48 TDs own rental properties or land, while 29 senators also have property and land interests. And the news comes, of course, after the controversy that's erupted over Junior Minister Robert Troy's failure to declare property and business interests, as he is required to do so as an elected member of Dáil Éireann. Under pressure from party colleagues, the Fianna Fáil Junior Enterprise Minister appeared on RTE Radio 1's News at One with Brian Dobson to answer mounting questions about his property and business dealings, which seems to be going, he's really going down a rabbit hole now, isn't it? Uh, and some of the, the key revelations in the interview, just to remind those who are not aware of it, he said, I'm embarrassed I got it so wrong. I'm sure he is. He, oh, maybe he got I'm probably embarrassed that he got caught. He said, in relation to his doll declaration, he said, uh, the root of the issue was that he misunderstood the requirement of TDs to declare all properties and businesses they own throughout any given year they served in the doll. I tell you, Plazo, it takes a wise man to play the fool, doesn't it? When Mr. Dobson pointed out that the form says TDs have to list any property owned during a year, Mr. Troy said he is guilty that I didn't give the process the due diligence that it deserves. As I said, it takes the wise man to play the fool. He said he either owns or part owns six properties. He said he has three properties in his own name, including his constituency office. He has three parties in a partnership with others. And one of those properties is sublet into three units and another into four. In total, this means he is currently renting or has 11 units. With nine currently being rented, he also uh, receives housing assistance or HAP payments from the state for five of those tenancies. And he has an ongoing rental accommodation scheme with with a contract with Messmead County Council. He was also accused, or there was an allegation, that he received cash payments from one of his tenants. However... The minister revealed that he has a sworn affidavit from the tenant who says they requested to pay the rent in cash. So that's not really contradicting what has been said. The allegation is true, that he is receiving a cash payment. But that is in uh, all above board from what he's suggesting. Anyway, many people have commented online saying that TDs simply should not be landlords. With many saying you can't expect sensible housing policies from a government full of landlords because they have a personal interest. I mean, Let's be clear about it. Robert Troy himself was in the doll talking about increase in HAP payments when, of course, he would benefit from that. I'm not suggesting that's why he said it, but he would benefit from it. Of course he would. While another person has said, or another comment, or TD has said, the issues are about TDs and senators disclosing uh, being landlords or their other property interests or and whether they uh, that influences their political decisions, especially if they don't make full disclosures. Neither property owning nor being a landlord makes anybody a bad person. 
Now, I, I, I tend to agree with that to some degree. Just because you own a property doesn't make you a bad person. You know, I mean, for example, TDs and politicians own cars. So, but they'll bring in legislation tomorrow on car tax or an increase in car tax or an increase in penalty points or speeding or whatever. So they don't have to declare they own a car. They might have a wife or a partner and they might bring in, say, in the budget, tax incentives or credits for a stay-at-home spouse or if you're married. So it's hard to say that, you know, you can't allow it to happen. But there are people now saying TDs should not be allowed to be landlords particularly at the moment when we have a serious housing crisis in this country. A serious housing crisis. It's actually critical. So, do you believe they should be banned from owning properties and they should have to sell them up essentially when they become a TD because it's a conflict of interest? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you think TDs should be allowed to be landlords? Because people are saying they shouldn't. Um, it does, by the way, show weakness in the government at the moment, of course, because he's been asked to resign. There's no suggestion, by the way, that he's going to be booted out. But Robert Troy has been asked to resign on numerous occasions by many different other TDs who obviously don't have properties. <laughs> I would imagine it's the ones that don't have the properties are asking him to resign. because, And the ones that are maybe defending him, we made to look a little bit closer. Because, by the way, you know, your favourite TDs... The top 10, they all have properties. I mean, Michael Healy Ray, of course, has disclosed he has 18 properties for letting as well as more than 100 acres of farmland, a service station and yard. And the properties for rent include uh, student accommodation rooms and houses in Limerick and Kerry. Our good friend Stephen Donnelly, of course, uh, the health minister, said he is letting two properties, one in Sandyford and one in Offaly. Look, the list goes on. Uh, Paul Kyo is in there. Sean Kenny is in there. Alan Dillon's in there. Rory Murku is in there. Charlie McConnell is in there. The Agriculture Minister John Girk, the TD John Girk, declared rental uh, properties from old in Oldcastle in County Mead, Tume in Galway, and Edwards Town in Longford. He has three. Green Party TD Brian Ledden. Uh, they're all in, they're all in there. I, I could go on and on. There's a list there. Let me know what you think. The number is oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. Do you believe? They should be allowed to own properties. Um, is that Neem, is it? It is, yeah. How are you doing? How are you doing, Neem? Uh, Neem, do you, do you think it's acceptable for uh, a TD or a senator, for that matter, or anybody responsible for, make, for you know, compiling legislation or voting on legislation to own properties? No, I think it's 100% unacceptable. Okay. Um, I think any, every TD should declare whether they're property or not should resign because they are the people that have manufactured this housing crisis. And it's, that, it's well beyond an emergency stage at this stage. It's absolutely ridiculous to think that this guy is getting nine of his properties paid for by the state. That's just he's just as bad as these vulture phones coming in buying the property. Well, he, well no, he, you know, to in fairness, he receives a housing assistance payment for five of his tenancies, and he also has an ongoing rental accommodation scheme contract with Westmead County Council. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? You're lo- you're talking about like Ireland is a, it's a, it's the maddest country in the world at the moment. We the Gardaí regulate the Gardaí, the Law Society regulate the Law Society. And now you have the government regulating themselves as landlords. It's just, where does this end? And the, the big issue that I have is the transparency. He, they, they know damn well they're supposed to be transparent. He deliberately did not give that information. 
He said he, like he said he misunderstood the requirement of TDs to declare oh, all properties. How many years? <laughs> you have to do this every year. Oh, I mean, look, he's, he's a TD. He's meant, to be, he's meant to be a clever like, person. Remember the guy that got jailed for garlic? Oh, yes. Five, five years for not paying his tax on the garlic, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you have this guy in here and he voted to increase the half payments. Of course he did. He's putting more money in his own pocket. He didn't tell the people at the time. But you could you could argue that a minister will be in the doll today and will will vote to increase the fines for speeding or increase penalty points or increase the car tax on motor vehicles uh, when indeed they own a car themselves. Or they may they may vote against the it because they no no no. But what I'm saying they may they may vote against it because they own a car themselves and they like to do a little bit of boy racing at the weekend. So what I'm saying to you is there's always going to be a conflict of interest, and the whole idea is you declare the conflict of interest, and that's but why they have a register of members. If you want to have a real government that's good, there for the public interest and it's there supposed to be to represent the people, you have to be transparent 100, percent and you have to put the I, I would agree with you people. Uh, no, I couldn't the agree people, with you more. But hey, well, let, well, let me give an example. You know, I, I have a public yeah. platform, right? Um, yeah. No, I don't, yeah. by the way, can I clarify? I don't have any properties, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but I, let's say I had three or four properties, right? And I was renting them out. And I'm on the air pontificating every day. Oh, yes, I think we should increase the HAP scheme. And I get a couple of ministers on the radio and I'm saying to them, you should be voting for this. We should be increasing the HAP scheme. And I'm benefiting from that, of course. Well, then should I have mm-hmm. to declare that as well? Or should I be allowed to own uh, properties it, because I have a public platform? No. You see, the difference that you're missing there, Niall, is he was, he was promoting the raising of the half payment. But that money was going into his pockets. Well, it was also go, well, it, it was going into everybody's going pockets, into, into his constituents' pockets as well. But hang, well, with respect, he was also doing it for his constituents as well. Well, that's what he would say. For his constituents as well. So well, you, listen, those who were on Every TD will line their pocket force before they line anyone else's. And that's, we can see that now very apparent. Okay, well, like okay, well le- leaving aside his, his misgivings, because clearly, as I said earlier on, it takes the wise man to play the fool, right? Um, but yeah. you, you've got 80 TDs and senators with properties. Some of them, the likes of Michael Haley Ray, would be top of the list with 18 properties. Um, but a lot of them, you know, with four and five properties, two and three, Stephen Donnelly has two. There's a lot of them there with a lot of properties. So what are they supposed to do? Are they all supposed, should they all just sell them? There's properties and property portfolios. There's a big difference. You know, it's different to having a family home down in the country and then they have a small apartment up in Dublin where they spend, supposed to spend the majority of their time running the country. That's different. This is, this is let's put it for what it is, in black and white, is they own the property for profit. Yes. There's no, there's no, there's no two bones about it. And at this stage, you know, you, you have people that can't get on the property ladder. You have people that can't even get rented accommodation. The HAP scheme, where is the HAP? The HAP scheme is coming from the taxpayer at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But this guy is put in office to represent the people. He's raising the, ca- the HAP thing. He's voting for it to be raised. And that's fine. I have no problems with the thing being raised. But we want to know why it's being raised. It's being raised because they are holding the stock. No TD should own more than one property in this country when there's a, an absolute and diabolical situation with housing. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Gavin. Gavin, you're in Ireland. <laughs> okay. Well, say their name. Stay with me. Gavin, yeah, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Gavin? How are you doing, Will? You've heard Neem. He makes some good points there. There's a conflict, huge conflict of interest, and he believes no DD should, be, should own more than one property. Sitting well, TD. Well, he's wrong. He's wrong. Okay, why is he wrong? 
Well, first of all, this is about your man, that particular Troy fella, isn't it? Well, well, that's what, well, that's what starts the whole story, I suppose. Well, yeah. I can't understand how people on the radio or on, on the news are not giving out about him. First of all, Roy, he, he rents to the state. So he's actually housing the very people that are on the housing list that are trying to get a home. So he's taking hap and raz, stuff that a lot of landlords won't take. I won't take it. So are you, are you a landlord, take, yeah? I am, yeah. And I would never take them schemes. Why? Because they're not worth it. Oh, right. the, the people, now, I'm not going to pick on everybody, right? but I will say that 70% of the people on them schemes never leave. So when you get them in, say after a year... I don't think that's a scientific percentage, but go on. Oh, I'm going to tell you, the facts, Noel, right? So this is why... No, 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 well, 70% America. is not a fact. That's your anecdotal experience. Okay, so okay, that's fine. Yeah, your observation. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, a, a, lot, a lot of people, what happens is, is they move in, they won't move out, they call Focus Ireland, and then they try to force the landlord to keep you in there. So this is the, the nightmare that happens. This is the disaster that is happening, right? So Troy, this particular TD that everyone's picking on, right, he, he, yeah, he wants it raised because the rates are not high enough. But it's not just that the rates are not high enough for happen, right? The problem with it is, is he, he doesn't have 50 properties like the big vulture funds. He has a couple of properties. He's 11. And he well, pays, he's, he's renting out 11 units. Yeah, yeah he's renting out 11. But he will be paying... The fifty-two percent tax rate on it. So, so at the end of the day, he's paying his tax, but the vulture funds don't pay that amount of tax on it. So now, no, no, I just want to say in his defence, this is why I'm defending him. I'm saying, but so you, but you're, de- you're defending it. somebody who has, by his own admission, he said he was embarrassed he got it so wrong. Like, th- th- he didn't declare. Wrong, he, well, he he's didn't wrong, do what he's meant to do. He didn't declare it. No, he declared his taxes. Well, I'm sure he declared his taxes, but he, but he has an obligation as a TD. In Dáil Éireann, as an elected member, he has an obligation to declare property and business interests. And he didn't I do it. I don't see what you should have to know. I genuinely well, I mean, don't well, see that, what Well, if that's is. the case, well, see, Gavin, I have an obligation as, you know, as because I have to go with the guidelines of the Broadcasting Authority. I, If I join a political party tomorrow, I have an obligation to tell the BAI. And most likely I wouldn't be allowed to do this job. For obvious reasons, that I would be biased and I would have a, there'd be a conflict of interest. So there has to be some rules and regulations around being a TD or being a broadcaster or being whatever it is. Because it wouldn't make any sense otherwise. Do you understand what I mean? We've lost Gavin there. Sorry, I do apologise. Sorry, Neem. Are you still there? Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, I'm still oh, no, oh, Gavin's back. There's right a again. lot of TDs to have property rented out. I, I can't see why there's anything wrong with that. I just, no, no, no we, but you're, you're, you're missing my point. I, Neem is against it. I don't see anything wrong with it to a degree. But they, but you're defending Robert Troy, who clearly, for whatever reason, decided that he wouldn't declare his his interests. Oh, yeah, that he didn't. Def- I mean, that's where well, he went wrong, isn't it? Yeah, but you're really, really fair enough. That is where he went wrong. And then oh, tried so to he, then tried to pretend def- that he'd forgot. I mean, you don't forget about owning something. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Come on now. How many TDs have done that old chest? But mean, but you, know, yeah, but we, he got but, a load of money and he didn't know where to But I thought we got rid of the kind of nod and wink politi- politicians or politics no, we had in this no, country years ago. No, listen, listen, Noel. Here's the facts of politicians, right? Every single politician in the Republic of Ireland is a tin roofer. I don't have any faith in any political party. I wouldn't even vote at the next referendum in relation to it. We just can't understand why people are making it. There's more important things to worry about. Because if people don't abide by the rules, it's dishonest. That's why people are upset about it. And look, you you can be as dishonest as you like, Gavin. You're just a citizen. But when you have an elected representative who claims that, you know, he... 
he didn't remember doing it or he didn't understand the form or I mean as I said already takes a wise man to play the fool he clearly is not stupid he knew what he was doing well, that's the rules yeah. are you still there so Gavin is defending obviously Robert Troy saying you know I, he's I a hand on it too wrong yeah, look, nobody's debating the fact he's a landlord and he's not, realistically, he shouldn't be a landlord when he's a, when he's a representative of the public. And the very public that are paying for these properties, through HAP or any other way, he's still profiting. He still owns the property. It's still going up in value and it's getting paid for by the taxpayer, which is you, Gavin. You're paying tax. He's you're, I don't know what you do for a living, but he, on top of all this property and rent that he's making, is on €90,000 a year, plus expenses and all the rest that we don't know about. But what's the salary got to do with it? Because you're not looking at what he's supposed to do for a job. He's supposed to represent the public. The very but public he is representing the public. There's nobody saying that he's not representing the public. He is representing the constituents. He's but looking he's, for the RAS game to be increased. I'm sorry, but he's not. When, he's not. Is that not, not representing the constituents? He's not doing it when he doesn't re, when he doesn't declare his interest. He's deceiving the public. Is what he's doing. Sorry, come again. I didn't hear you there. Sorry. But he's deceiving. He's, he's not, deceiving the public. Is what he's he said. He's deceiving the public when he doesn't declare his interest. Well, he declared his taxes. That's the most important part. That, the, the taxes are one thing. This is like saying, well, uh, do you know what? I own 90% of Shell Oil, but uh, hold on, I'm going to increase the Shell prices and the government is going to do it. And I'm the TD. Happy days. It, it doesn't matter. But he's not the one that makes that decision. Yeah, but, 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 the, but the whole point, Gavin, is, you, and I, again, I say to you, I agree with you to some extent that I don't believe people should be restricted from what they own. I know Neem does. Uh, this has obviously raised the issue at the debate, the, the story with uh, Junior Minister Robert Troy. But what I'm saying to you is, you can't have a serious conflict of interest if you're in a position of power. Because, unfortunately, yes. power corrupts. And we all know that. I mean, I, I mean, I have an interesting one here. It says, uh, if we didn't, as a text, if we didn't have politicians with conflict of interest, we'd have no politicians at all. Who got the government contract for COVID tests and PPE without actually going to tender? Eamon Ryan's brother, of course. Most people would remember that at the time. While I have no issue with a rich man becoming a politician, I have a big issue with a politician becoming a rich man. Uh, here's the Harry Truman quote that seems uh, ever more appropriate these days. Show me a man that gets rich by being a politician and I'll show you a crook. Exactly, ah. and that's oh, sorry. That's a quote just from the Harry Truman. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, come on, Noel. Everybody's just like this, this. This isn't even a big thing. I don't think. I think it's had to be made out to be a big thing. Well, but, 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 but it is. It, well, it is a big thing. What other, you know, career school teachers or whatever it is, Garda Khan, I'm sure there are some landlords. Where ah, come on, there's loads. But I'm just saying, percentage of population wise, ACTDs and senators are landlords. Easy of them. Do you not think that's a disproportionate amount of one particular career? Well, you actually can't be anything wrong with it. Once they're renting to the public, they're not charging exorbitant rent. They're, they're going by the state rules. They're not What's the issue? Gavin, Gavin, they're not renting to the public. They're renting to the taxpayer. Ah, that's a nonsense. Well, well, they are renting to the taxpayer if they're on HAP or AS schemes or something like that. Anyway, look, I've got to go to a break. Okay, two men completely disagree with you there. Neem says, absolutely not, it's unacceptable. Gavin, as a landlord, says, oh, for God's sake, he doesn't see what all the fuss is about. 80 TDs and senators own properties. Do you believe politicians should be allowed to be landlords and 
and uh, landowners. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. Now, let me just go uh, some of these audio messages, the WhatsApp audio messages that are coming into us at the moment. Jesus Christ, now, Niall, in all honesty, like you're saying, he's not being assisted for five properties out of the 11 or wherever it is that he has, and they're only the ones we know about. He shouldn't be getting paid by the government or the taxpayer for anything. He's working for the taxpayer to make this place a better place, this country a better place. No wonder the country's in the state it's in. They all take the same attitude. They're all crooks and crooks and suits, plain and simple. They don't care about the citizens of this country, only lying in their own pockets. Being paid by five out of the 11 by the government. Have you heard what you just said? I'm surprised at you now. <laughs> I, I just need to clarify that for a second. Now, when you say the politicians are being paid by the taxpayer, okay, if you want to work it that way and people can say it that way, essentially the tenant is the one being paid. The tenant is being paid by the taxpayer and the tenant is then paying the landlord, which in this case would be Robert Troy, for example. So that's the way it works. But yes, I understand. This. I, I, By the way, why are you surprised at me? I agree there's a conflict of interest. But what can you do about it? That's the point, really, isn't it? Circumstances, yeah, they could be landlords, no problem. You can't stop anyone from having a, another job or income. But during this housing crisis in this country, no, they, they shouldn't be allowed on them. It's like they're making policies to help themselves and, you know, it's just mm -hmm. they shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, I, I can see both sides of the argument. Hi, Dale. Any man or woman can create their own wealth once it's legitimate. Pays his taxes... Now what this man done is wrong. He didn't declare. He should lose his job. But as to say that TDs can't have a property portfolio, it's capitalism. Create your own wealth once it's legitimate. Great show, Dennis from Cork. Thanks, Dennis from Cork. Well, some politicians are calling for him to resign or they're putting pressure on Michal Martin saying he's being weak at the moment by not forcing him to resign or asking him to step down from his position. Because you are right. He failed to declare his property and business interests, which is part of his obligation, and he's required to do so as an elected member of Dáil Éireann. Paul, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Paul? Yeah, not so bad. No, how are you? Good. Paul, I mean, the idea that people are saying today, and I'm listening to people saying that politicians yeah. shouldn't be allowed to have a second property well, or rent. I'll tell you what, what everyone's forgetting here, that half them people that are on hat payments probably be homeless if the, the TDs never had them properties. That's the main thing. And well, it wouldn't I be half, yeah, but go on, I understand the point you're making. Well, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, what I'm trying to say to you is, I don't see the problem with it. I mean, because he's a TD, that he can't own a property. I mean, that's ridiculous. But, I mean, but it, yeah, but... but he but, but, might own the whole of Kerry, it doesn't matter. He's supplying the service, he's a TD. He's entitled to rent properties out, whether they're on HAP or not. Well, what's the problem with that? Well, firstly, the main problem here is is disclosing your conflict of interest, right, or your, your personal interest. And I, th and I think that's yeah. fair that in every profession, particularly when you're in a profession of power or you have a public platform or you're making yeah. decisions, you should have to. But it's disproportionate. You have 80 TDs and senators who were landlords and yeah, people, the way, well, well, hang on, Paul. The way the people see it, the general public see it at the moment, is at this particular time in our history, where we have young people in particular queuing up for four and five hours just to rent a kip in the middle of Dublin. I mean, mm. realistically, it's a it, the timing of this couldn't be worse. So, so what you're saying is, Noel, is that the fact is that because it's owned by a TD, that's wrong. Well, yeah, because they're, well, because they're the ones who make decisions. When it comes to, say, rental caps, they're the ones that make the decisions. When it yeah, comes to increasing that. the HAP payments, they're the yeah. ones that make the decisions. 
I know, but is there a problem? What I'm trying to say to you is, is there a problem with a TD owning the property that's putting a homeless person into a home? I, I, I can't. If he could afford to buy that house and put someone in there that would otherwise be on the street, where was the problem? Yeah, yeah, okay. And you're looking for the good in it, and I see the good in it, but I also see the bad in it because they're not doing it for charity, because they're getting they're getting paid for it. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure they're paying tax on it as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, so what are they doing wrong? Well, I'd like to think they are anyway. <laughs> Well, no, sure. Maybe maybe that's the next scandal. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, August is always a really good month for scandals, political scandals in Ireland, by the oh, way. Oh, listen, you know people draw dirty washing out of washing machines yeah. all the time. You know what I mean? But, but stay there for a second, Paul. I'm going to get Ashley to see if she clear up your line there because there's a bit of a mad echo or word sort of sound on it. Helena, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Helena? Hello, good morning, Niall. Uh, I just want to say something very, very simple, to be honest. I mean, the figures are telling us what's going on. 80 to 90%. Are these men or women, whether they're in the doyle, are, are, are they in this for their health? No, it's a profit. Of course it is. And these are our leaders. We picked these men and women across our country to support us, our children, our grandchildren, and to make change. And why? It's quite simple this morning when this has come out in the Irish Times. It's quite simple already. The reason why we don't have rent caps, the reason why we, we have a huge housing crisis is because the people in power are making a lot of profit. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't be allowed one property, of course. I mean, two properties to rent. But if you look at Healy Ray, 18 properties, four pubs. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this man doing? Well, it for his well, yeah, well it's, yeah, between between the two of them, you're talking about, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 I don't know if my, Michael Healy Ray owns the pub. I think his brother does, doesn't he? But, well, I, but, no, he, but either he's way, also, he's eighteen he's properties. He's also an owner. He's also yeah, an owner. That's absolutely. He's absolutely also an right, owner so. of two pubs. Yeah, well, so, a, well in fairness, look, the Healy Ray is almost like a dynasty, really, isn't it? More than anything else, to be honest with you. But I mean, it's like an empire for yeah. this man. But yeah. anyway, it's like there is profit in this. Why is eighty to ninety percent doing this unless there's profit? Mm-hmm. So do you think decisions that are made in the doll? I mean, they have to obviously declare the conflict of interest and, and you know, and their property and land interests because that's part of the obligation of being elected member of Dáil, Aaron. But, and, and this is obviously why this has all come about because he failed to do that. But do you think that it's too big of a conflict of interest to actually continue with it? In other words, at this particular current time, of course, where we have a housing crisis, and I mentioned already that young people are waiting two hours just to see a kip in the middle of Dublin. Do you, do you believe that as... as as TDs and senators that when you become a TD and senator if you have a property portfolio you should have to sell it off or transfer it to somebody else No I I don't think that's the point Niall I, I think the point is that where you've 80 to 90% in a doyle it actually is proving already why there is not change Mm-hmm. Because no. there is a profit for it. it's a huge amount if it was 20 10, 20, 30% you'd be saying well fine but 80 to 90 percent that's very near to 100 percent yeah so, so it's not in your interest to put a rent cap on for example it's not exactly. it's not it's not in your interest to reduce exactly. the hap to increase exactly. the hap and and across other countries there's rent caps for what the last five six seven years vienna mm. blog i could mm. name them yeah. but there is a huge advantage to 80 to 90 percent in the doyle saying you know oh we want change we want to change the housing crisis well if they wanted that why hasn't there been a rent cap 12 months ago when we people on the street 
Well, okay, so what's the solution to all this? Apart from Junior Minister Robert Troy uh, resigning, which he's been asked to do by numerous politicians down at this stage, mind you, the the ones that are asking him are probably the ones that have clean hands. The ones that haven't asked him to resign probably have dirty hands. So realistically, what's the the solution now? We know now that the the cat's out of the bag, the genie's out of the bottle. So what do we, where do we go from here? But it's, it's, it's the Irish people again. It's the, I, I mean, are the Irish people, are we just going to go on Facebook? Are we just going to go on radio? Are we just going to go on TV? The Irish people need to stand up and say, enough is enough. Our children have nowhere to live. Our children in college, our grandchildren are going to. Is this going to continue? Who, who in government is going to take leadership? Mm-hmm. You know, we need another Michael Collins with respect to the man. We need a leader. We need someone honest enough to say, this can't go on. This is just not working in this country. Because well, we, Michael Martin we has talking. been accused of being weak in relation to this uh, situation at the moment. Um, and, I, I mean, he's obviously, I mean, the, the, they're, they're on tender hooks at the moment because if decisions aren't made very quickly around this particular scandal, and it's always in August there's a scandal. Last year was Marion Gate. The year before was Golf Gate. Uh, it's always August. Uh, do you think that um, this could be something that could upset his leadership, i.e. could there be no faith in the government after something like this if he doesn't demand that Junior Minister Robert Troy steps down? But Niall, there is no faith in the government anymore. I mean... Whether Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael, I mean, 10 years ago, people saw a house in crisis, nothing like this. But I mean, we've let it go and go and go. And now when you see 80 to 90 percent coming out, this is just enforcing what the Irish people know. It doesn't mean Irish, whatever nationality is living here and can't get housing. It's nothing to do with where people are from. We've got all nationalities. We are an amazing country. But I mean, at the moment, our own children and our own grandchildren will not be living here. No, I'm hearing more and more young people suggesting they're moving out of the country because they can't find somewhere yeah, to live. Yeah, children in college, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not on about my story, but what I'm trying to say is our government have lost power. Our government are... There is no respect anymore for our government. Yeah. No, I, and I, this I, is I, the I reason why. I do get that. And so you think these are... The, the likes of these scandals is the reason why. I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. Every country has political scandals on a regular basis. There's no such thing as perfection. Just, we, we are dealing with corruption. We are dealing... We're a hidden country of corruption. Because so do you think do you think this this is kind of remnants of the old nod and wink politics that we would have had back in the eighties? But but look at this: if you're in the doil at the moment and you know Mister or Miss or whatever, whoever's in the doil and right there, you know there they have eight properties or they have four or they have three, you know that these are your fellow and are you know female regardless of gender here, you know these mm. are your the people in power with you, these are the people you're socialising with or you know your friends with and all this, you know you're very selective of who you're going to attack in that doll to make change because you know if you're going to say actually when caps are got it's got to be done this has to be done leadership has to be done you're upsetting the whole doll yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. not you might not be voted in again because someone else is going and, to and, and I hear you and, and by the way your, your voice is representative of probably most of the people of Ireland today because yeah. a lot of people feel like that when they see a headline like this but I, I, again I ask what do we do about it? What can I mean? You're, you're saying that we shouldn't put up with it. We shouldn't stand for it, particularly at the moment when young people are leaving the country in their droves because they can't get somewhere to live. And it's all well and good. They're all great sound bites, and I don't mean that be disrespectful to you, mm. Lena. But mm. what do we do? Do we bring in a rule as and from tomorrow? Ret- or we, I don't know if we can pl- apply it retrospectively, but going forward, that politicians can't own a portfolio of properties of more than one property or something like that. Is that what we should do? 
No, I think we need new leadership. I think we need to say Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael not working. We're not waiting another two years. Mm-hmm. We need a referendum. We need the Irish people to be able to speak instead of being told, actually, Fianna Fáil have won this vote and, you know, of no, no, uh, there was a no vote of confidence, but yet they got their other cronies in and, you know, support us. And, of course, it was all in again. Yet the Irish people... The Irish people are not being asked. The Irish people are saying daily, we are unhappy. We no longer want, you know, the leaders in power. And we have to wait now another two years before, um, to be quite honest, give me Owen O'Brien at the moment, give me Mary Lou, give a new party. I'm not saying they're the ideal. Does, does, he, own, does he own properties? Well, to be honest, I can't answer that question, but <laughs> I, I must, haven't I seen must it. Check and, see. and I must check that, that. That's another thing. But at least these, this new party, not new party, but give us new blood. Okay, we'll, 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 say, we'll say that. No, hang on, Helena. Stay there just a second because I want to bring Frank in as well before the break. Frank, you're Niall's classic kids. How are you doing, Frank? Hello, Niall. How are you? Good, Frank. Now, you don't have an issue per se but owning properties, but you, want, you believe it should be limited. Um, I make out maybe two properties is enough for them. Hmm. And um, what we need, what, and a lot of people are saying it there, we need a whole, we need a rotor branch clean out of Dáil because they're not working for the public. No, they clearly are at this they're point now. They're working in their own interest. They never work for the ordinary people. So, like, go back, go back to 2011 when we had the crash. When the IMF and the Troika came into this country, they crushed the ordinary Joe Soap. The ordinary man and woman was out there working. He was crushed. They did not touch the golden handshakes, the golden gold place of pensions. They weren't touched at all. The IMF, the IMF and the Triker are every bit as corrupt as the government they came into. So, in other words, it's always the people that end up bailing them out. It's not the people, not the politicians, obviously. Of course, yes. You know as well as I know, it's the same squeeze middle that all the time pays for everything that goes wrong, like. You take here now, uh, and even the, the, the local authorities, they want to be looked at. They're, how, how they're being funded, and they want to be looked at, and how they're spending money. They, um, on, here now in Galway City, there's three housing developments going on. One on Benamoulin Road, Clybourne Road, and the Kappa Road. And the very same road, the very same road, the high was bringing an Aston cart and a Harson cart in the 80s are still there. But yet, there's about 30,000 per house going to the local authorities and there's no footpaths, no streetlights. Where's the money going? Mm-hmm. No, I know. That's Look, I, I, and there has to be transparency and that's what this is all about. That's how this whole crisis came about. Well, when I say crisis, yeah. the scandal well, came about in the first place. Another thing I want to say as well, go back to the so-called local property tax that was brought in for services. I built the house in 2012 or 13, right? Now the property tax only came in on that. I didn't pay much because I'm only about eight, maybe 10 kilometers from Air Square. I don't even have a water supply. Mm-hmm. That, that's how bad things are like. But yet to come along and approach the same man if he's in, if he's in town, having streetlights, footpaths, and all the... Okay, we well, got off on a little bit of a tangent, Frank, but just getting back to what Helena was talking about very quick, because I've got to go to a break. You believe they should be allowed to own properties, but it should be limited to two, of course, as long as they declare their interest no, in those maybe properties. Two, maybe two would be enough. Oh, okay. Uh, Helena and Frank, thank you very much. They've got to go to a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008.
Yeah. Do you believe there should be allowed to own property? Somebody takes it and says, Niall O'Brien rents a property. His name is Owen O'Brien. Is what he said. And actually, only recently, uh, Sinn Féin's Owen O'Brien said, Irish property owners are akin to people hoarding food during a famine. I could see the analogy, all right. Uh, John, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, John? Hi, you know, how are you doing? You well? Good, John. Uh, you believe it's a conflict of interest? I do, yeah. And one question I've got is, is did he have owned the properties before becoming a politician or did a, polit- being a politician enable him to be- get the properties? I think they're all starting to get that information still out of him, to be honest with you. Oh, but okay, I, but, I, but nice. I do believe, yes, there was some owned before he became a member of Dáil Éireann, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, the ones he owned before he became a member, he should, did he declare, or is he did he keep all of them a secret? Well, well he, no, he didn't keep all of them a secret. He did declare some of them. He just kept some right. of them a secret, so to speak. Okay. Well, he's well. But, according to him, he didn't keep them a secret. He just misread the form, and uh, he said he misunderstood the requirement of TDs to declare all properties and business interests they owned throughout any given year they served in the doll. But yet, if you or me were to do that filling in a tax form, we wouldn't get away with it. Ah, of course you wouldn't. Ignorance no. doesn't get you away with the law, you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. No, well, I, I do think it's a conflict of interest, as you were saying earlier, when it comes to HAP, when it comes to, to making other decisions about housing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I personally believe that the government don't want to solve the housing problem because it's a big political football firm. Well, I, well, why would they... Well, I, I often hear people saying this. Why mm. would they not want to sort out the housing crisis? Why would they because, not want happy citizens who are going to vote for them again? Well, because three of their main, main political footballs is, is the housing crisis, the health and education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the longer they have that to kick around and debate on the... But they, yeah, but they don't want it at critical levels. But don't get me wrong, there has to be always a need in society. But mm. they don't want it at critical levels. And it's, I mean, healthcare and the housing crisis are at but critical then, levels. But then, like, like, I've seen yourself on the Tonight Show and, and Peter McFerry. And yeah. Peter McFerry has actually said that the one person they're not consulting with is him. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand that. I mean, the person that's on the ground with homeless people and trying to find homes for homeless people they won't negotiate with. Mm-hmm. And he's asked them to and they won't. Like, so if they want to solve it, why don't they negotiate with people like him? Well, the, the government have a great habit of pawning things, pawning problems off to NGOs. Yeah, and and, yeah. They, and they do that with housing. Um, and they, they also do it, by the way, in relation to what this current housing crisis at the moment or with homelessness or whatever it is. An NGO will sort it out. We'll just throw a few million at an NGO and let them deal yeah. with the problem. So that's what yeah. happens, isn't it? Yeah, well, they're, 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 it does that not kind of back up what I just said about not Okay, so, so you believe it's a conflict of interest they shouldn't be allowed to own them? Yeah, I, I do. I do. Because, okay. like, I mean, you've got, like, like, like the, who was just mentioned, um, Healy Ray. Like yeah. he, he's sitting on, on panel shows like it's my show trying to 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 um um I think he's been fairly quiet on this matter so far. <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. But he's trying to associate himself with okay. the ordinary man at grass level. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll stay I know I get the point you're making. Stay there a second. I want to bring James in before the break. James as well, you're on Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, James? Afternoon, Teen Oil. Uh you don't think they should be allowed, but that's the com- you believe it's compromising, is it? It is. It's extremely compromised. Uh, just one very quick thing, and uh, you were talking about the Healy Reyes. Uh, Danny owns the pub, and it was it was gifted to him by his father Jackie when he died. So, mm. um, just in, just in case your people no 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 I know I did mention that earlier and it wasn't Michael yeah, on the pub. It was it was it was will to to yeah. Danny when his father died. Um, no, look. The okay, just, by the way, just, just to clarify, Michael Healy Ray, I believe, was on the radio this morning. He was actually talking about it. But okay, yeah. Well, I, I don't think I don't think Michael's ever made any kind of thing to you know secret about it that he's always said he has. 
has probably. But anyway, what 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 Robert Troy should have done basically was when he, he like it looks like he's trying to hide everything, and I think that's what's kind of well, annoying. That's what comes across. People. Yeah, that's the way it yeah. comes across. Like if, if he had to turn around and said at the start of it, look, I have eleven properties, and when it came down to having the vote on Hap and Raz, what he should have said was, look. I have eleven properties. Eleven units, to be ca- to be clear, just to it be. wouldn't it wouldn't be right for me to vote on this, so I'm going to abstain. When um, uh, Donald Trump became president in 2016 in America, he had to dis- you know give all his companies more to other people, so he couldn't be seen as a conflict of interest. So that's exactly what should should be done in Dollar. And any TD that is a landlord or has anything to do with property should abstain from votes. Do you believe they should have to transfer ownership of their properties to somebody else and responsibility of their properties to somebody else? Uh, uh, well, for the period I, I of think, time when they're... No, they're because I think that just get, that just complicates matters. And at the end of the day, we know where the, whose bank account the money's going to yeah, end but, up. But, 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 but the point people are making and, and the likes of James would be making or the, the other person, sorry, I had on the line there a few minutes ago, I can't remember who it was, uh, just before you... Sorry, who was it? John. Okay, the, like, the, the point they're making is a conflict of interest. In other words, if you're voting in the doll and you're voting for rent caps, and you vote against it because you have five properties. I mean, realistically, you're, you're profiting from your decisions and profiting from your vote. So if, if there was no profiting from it, well, then it would be a fairer vote. In other words, would it not be right, as you mentioned with Donald Trump, that he has to transfer all his ownership of other properties into other people's names, etc.? In other words, not make any profit for the period of time he was president. Do you believe that politicians equally should have to do so too? But the, uh, but the problem, though, is, Niall, if he did that... At the end of the day, as I said to you, the money's still going to end up in their bank accounts. And if and when they do, you know, lose their seat or whatever, all that property then will just be transferred back to them. So it, it's, it's pointless. But I think what really is annoying people about this is the drip, 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 drip of information that's coming. If you had to be honest from the start and said to people, look, I have 11 units. I have this. I have that. I should abstain on this because I have these properties and it would be seen as a conflict of interest. But he didn't. Now, Michal Martin will not sack him because the knives are out for Michal Martin, as we know. He will not be not lead Fianna Fáil. He knows that. They're trying to hang on till the end of the year. Get the teeth. Well, 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 if he doesn't ask him to resign, um, what could happen is you will end up with a vote of no confidence in the government. But all the other, all the Fianna Gaelers, and Fianna Fáil are all out backing him 100%. All, they're all saying, look, we accept his apology. And why do you think they're all backing him? <laughs> because <laughs> because well, they all have properties. Well, they all, they all, yeah, they all have property. But the one thing I will say about this, Niall, is he's saying that he didn't understand what he had to fill out. Yeah, I yeah. can guarantee you every single month when that expenses form lands on his desk, he certainly knows how to fill that out properly, I'd say. Absolutely. Listen, thank you, James. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.